DNVR Bets Daily here on a Monday edition of the show. And uh, great to be with you. We're a little late today, of course, because mm. we joined uh, our friends over at DNVR Rockies for a little bit of baseball season preview. Yes, baseball is back this week. And man, you know, maybe we shouldn't bury all of the bets that we covered during that podcast, but we're going to have to talk a little bit today about some of the gems we uncovered during our talk with those guys uh, over on the DNVR Rockies podcast. So uh, that's going to come out tomorrow. Make sure you catch that podcast. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, DNVR Rockies podcast. You know, it is the only sports we're going to have here for the next week in America. Unless you're counting, you know, soccer and other things, Um, but major sports in America. We're starting off with baseball, maybe a good time for if you weren't a Rockies fan to get in and you'll love what Patrick and Drew are doing over there. Uh, quirky dudes, uh, but yeah. quite quite lovable uh, in their own right. So check exactly. out our podcast with those guys. We'll talk a little bit about some of the bets that we uncovered there yeah. without uh, without burying everything. Uh, but first, uh, R.I.P. to Jim Furyk. <laughs> oh. He gave you know what he he gave me hope. Seventh place going into Saturday, yep. and all I'm thinking here is just get into the top five. And I'll have a buyout ready. And and I, yeah. I wasn't confident with the way he was playing. He was missing way more fairways mm-hmm. than I expected him to. I'm just mm-hmm. like, just get me into buyout range so I can hit it and get the hell out of here. And he went very the opposite way. Uh, I think he finished the last two days like 11 over or something combined. <laughs> something really rough. So So to make the cut was a great bet is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of bets to make the cut, that's the win of the weekend. We all hammered Tiger to make the cut, uh, and I think I think they had the limit on that was like, oh, 50, yeah, fifty bucks. Um, so I know uh, there was a lot of skin in the game on that one. And all day the cuts there sitting at two, uh, and he he finally sinks. I think we actually talked about that a little bit on Friday. Yeah, we do. Uh, yeah. But that was that was my win of the weekend right there. We got lucky. Um, and Tiger made the cut because some guys sucked towards the end. And wow, what a weird tournament. Tony looks like he's in full control on Saturday. Wheels fall off. My guy, really sad to watch. He really gets worse on Sunday for him. And and as everyone's like falling off, John Rahm climbing steadily. Now he gave a bunch back at the end of the round. Yes. Um, but you can do that when you've built up a lead as big as he had. I think he was up eight strokes at one point on Sunday. Uh, and, and wow, just this, barely held it together. This is crazy because I stopped paying attention once John Rahm was like 12 under and the next best was like four under or something. Um, and I went to bed thinking the four or more strokes was an easy winner. It turns mm. out John Rahm fell off just enough and Ryan Palmer rose up just enough to where the margin of victory was just three strokes in the end. You, and I, I wonder how many people were devastated by that on oh, Sunday. You want to know why they're devastated? Did you see what happened after no, the round? No, I, I, I turned off. The tournament was over in my eyes. Andre, if you had the four or more, oh, this man. is one of the bad beats of all time. Oh, no. So, John Rahm is going to win the tournament um, by exactly four strokes, I believe. Right. Or he ended up winning by three. Yeah. Okay. So he's going to win the tournament by five strokes, but after the round, did you see his incredible chip in? 
No, no. So he chips in for a birdie on, I believe, the 15th or 16th hole. Uh-huh. Insane fist pump. He's going crazy. It's like a replay of some of Tiger's greatest shots at Memorial. Incredible shot. After the round, we find out that he touched the ball a little bit with his club before he swung. And so it was a two-stroke penalty. No. So, so his score comes down, too. So he goes from winning by five to winning by three. So that's why I thought it was done and dusted because the final score did look like it was done and dusted, but they've since, oh man. And Sunday was brutal. I was talking to you Sunday morning trying to figure out was it worth sprinkling Tony Finau to win it all or anything. And you said, you know, the weather's not great. It's going to be really an uphill battle. I'm glad I took your advice because those Sunday scores are absolutely horrendous. Everyone over par, like in the mid seventies. Yeah. Yeah, Memorial's known for kind of um, having a really tough Sunday, and then it got windy oh, out there. Man. and There was no chance someone was going to go low. The only way was Rom blowing up. And, man, credit to him. He locks up number one in the world with that win. Um, the first Spaniard to be number one in the world since Seve. And that's pretty wow. cool. Pretty pretty cool honor for him. I'm surprised Sergio never got up there. But Me too. Um, John Rom, man, I've been underrating him for a while, and I, it's time for me to pay attention. Yeah, he's been one of my guys I've been betting against, kind of yeah. like JT, and definitely came back with a vengeance this weekend. I don't like uh, hotheads on the course, and he can be one. Mm. So, but hey, yeah. number one he, in the world. Um, he's undeniable he's, right now. Yep. yep. Um, our guy, uh, Spencer Smith here, we got to give credit to him. He actually ended up going one and two on his bets, uh, but he texted me before Saturday and said, Hey, uh, I'm getting in on Rom. And that was when Rom was not in the lead. Uh, yeah. so he got some good value there. So a uh, hat tip to our guy, Spencer. Uh, he had, he got Rom. Um, so yeah. in the end, uh, pretty hurts, impressive performance from him. Hurts less than Tony didn't win this, right? Tony Finau, your guy, had he won this man, that Jim Furyk pick would have would have burned a little, especially since I had a feeling you'd already predicted the winner. It just wasn't who you were predicting in that outing. Mm. So big tone winning would have really hurt. But John Rahm kind of saves it all. I texted you on like mid-Saturday when he was leading, and I was like, dude, if we would have just known about this 59, like that's all I need, you know, because I already love Tony. If I would have heard about the 59, I would have bet him. But he doesn't even end up in the top 10, I don't think. Or maybe seventh he finished. Top Eighth. Yeah. Eighth. Okay. Oof. Rough, rough. But, I mean, you know, he lost himself a million dollars on Sunday, essentially. Or uh, three quarters of a mil. Like, the, the winnings he ended up with at eighth that he would have had in second are significant. Yeah. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. But yeah. uh, he'll have he'll have plenty of chances to get it back. Yeah. No doubt. Anything else interesting from this weekend for you? uh yeah full 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 slate saturday was value city you mentioned it arsenal had had a good run of form and they go into that fa cup semi-final coming in at plus 800 even if you got in like the second kickoff started it went to like plus 615 it, it you know it, it might have gone down a little bit still you got insane value by by merely sprinkling arsenal who ended up winning 2-0. I like the over two and a half goals. That didn't end up hitting. Um, my kind of upset of the weekend, finally a soccer tie comes to fruition for me. I said Atalanta's amazing run on a form. Best team in Europe would come to an end. My guys from Verona, they, they won early for me, then they disappointed a lot. 
They got the tie plus 420 on that one. Easy number to remember. My guys at Milan got them just under the minus 200 threshold. They absolutely abused Bologna and also went over the two and a half goals. They went over the three and a half. It was a 5-1 game. So Saturday was nothing but wins. Sunday was devastating with uh, UFC. Tottenham started off so well for me that I was already, and that was like my one, the one parlay soccer game I had where I didn't feel necessarily super confident. They go up two zip on Leicester within the first 20 minutes. So I was already counting my money. I'm texting you, oh yeah, soccer bets have gone well today. So I'm ready to do this and that and the other for UFC. Um, and, and, Everything else just went horrendously. Um, and then, yeah, the round robin parlay. It's nice when the final fight is going to determine do you go two and three and barely win anything, or do you go three and two and reach profitability? Um, unfortunately for us, Figurindo made uh, made quick work of Ben Benitez there. Ben the- Benitez looked like he had no business being in that ring. And in the rematch, he was the favorite going in. Right. He got knocked down, I think, like five times in under a minute. Three times, like uh, rear naked choke attempts three times, gets it at the buzzer on the very last attempt. Um, and, I mean, Bienvenidas out cold. The the ref doesn't quite realize it at full, first. So. Full respect to Benvenides because he didn't tap out. I always say, yeah. like, tapping out, what are they doing? Just pass out. It's fine. And uh, he did it. Yes. And our reluctance to take buyouts is actually, I mean, we're, we we live that, that you're not just saying that. We uh, <laughs> Ideally, we avoid tap outs at all costs here. We too, never so. tap out. That's right. He's our kind of guy. It was a fun card. Even the decisions, though, didn't go our way. And it was like every pick. So I had decisions and underdogs. And all the favorites won by finishes. So it was like doubly painful every loss. UFC uh, has uh, has had us by the throat here for a couple weeks. Yeah, you, I tell you what, this weekend we're giving our guy Blades a call. He's coming to give us yes. some help. He's had plenty of recovery time since his card. In fact, I think the last card we did well in the UFC was Blades' card. No, because um, we hit that one round robin parlay that one time. Oh, yeah, that was so fun. Man, it's fun when you win the round robin parlays. <laughs> Not so fun when you lose them. Um, so, yeah, you know, it was just a, it was just tough for, for our dogs. They just didn't have it all the way. Even though the odds were close, those favorites really showed why they were favorites in a, a lot of those. And yep. it always, you know, you always get a little false hope when your first dog lands. Because that oh, was yeah. a great fight. It goes to a decision and our guy wins. I was very confident. You were a little more worried that the decision wouldn't go our way, but I it was. ends up hitting. I never uh, trust any decision, no matter what. Like a, a guy could land zero strikes in a fight, and I would still think that he might win the fight on decision. Yeah, you're never confident. No, right? never. It's true. Um, so it was an interesting weekend. I think I ended up on the minus side, but not too bad. Uh, so you know, all you gotta you just tread water and survive. I saved everything today. Today was a, a 10Xer for me, though, because uh, Wolves, I put Wolves in a parlay. I put Juventus to beat Lazio in a parlay. Um, I had Porto, who's the biggest team in Portugal. They were like a quick favorite. But, you know, parlays, if you have an easy, like, yeah. minus 300 favorite, you always sprinkle them in to get a little extra. And I'm forgetting. 
I'll, I'll go look. But I had another big soccer win today. That, so I'm a I'm a happy camper, I must say. That that kind of salvaged the entire weekend. There you go. Go hit those uh, Rockies props that we talked about. And we'll get to those here in a second. But first, a shout-out to DraftKings Sportsbook. Head over and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, you can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget to enter the code DNVR and get that sign-up bonus up to $1,000. And, guys, sports are coming back. Like, real recognizable major sports are coming back. Starts this week with baseball. Then the next week, it's it's uh, hockey mm-hmm. and basketball. I mean, we're going to have a, a hell of a slate here soon. So if you've been waiting to get on a DraftKings, now is the time to do it. And again, use the code DNVR. Get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Uh, of course, you must be 21 or older. Colorado only. The bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match. each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem... Please call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Dre, give me one uh, one bet that you really love from our discussion with Drew and Patrick on the DNVR Rockies podcast. You know, honestly, Patrick Lyons is like a, a betting trigger to me. Like, he, oh. he just brings so many of these massive odds that, you know, I'm going to have a hard time not putting a dollar here, a dollar there to win 100 on all the plus a hundred uh, bets he had. Um, but no, I guess to the bet that I feel best about leaving those alone just for the time being is, um, I mean, yeah, it's these, uh, it's, it's the San Diego Padres going under 30 and a half wins. Um, yeah. You love that. You've been I talking love about that. It. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't understand why they're so overrated. Drew's gone through their entire starting lineup and it's terrible. It's awful. It's like borderline, not major league worthy pitchers. Wow. Um, this division's going to be better than I think people think it's going to be. And yeah, they're just like, they're overrated because they have some like fun, entertaining names on offense, but we're Rockies fans. We know if that's all it took to, to go over 500 every year, we'd be, you know, we'd have a lot more pennants at Coors field and we do not. So yeah. That's very true. So we've gone over the Rockies win total before, and yeah. I love uh, over 26 and a half. I, I hit it hard, uh, and we uncovered another one today that I am going to hit hard. It's Nolan Arenado over 14 and a half home runs. Oh. I'm so convinced that this is going over. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't even – I would have liked this before I found this out, but the Rockies had five little scrimmages, and Nolan Arenado hit seven home runs in those five scrimmages. Insane. Look, you know, it, he's not going to be facing that caliber of pitching. You know, obviously, they're split squad, so the other side has only half of a bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to have all. But if Nolan Arenado hits uh, three home runs in a five-game stretch, he's, you know, crushing the pace here. So I think he's going to have a stretch of, 20 games where he hits 10 home runs and then the rest of this is going to be easy. Yeah. I mean, at even money fam, yeah. like this is so easy, super durable. Like he's going to be ultra motivated. I mean, he's one of these guys who cannot wait to get back on the diamond and just crank home runs. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you a hundred percent. And if you guys need to find that that's under MLB baseball, you scroll all the way to the right player totals and you're going to have, 
specific lines for certain players on home runs, RBIs, hits, and runs. Yeah, and, and you know, you can go through all of those. I really like the Rockies and a lot of these, but I like the over on home runs in just about everything. Because what I think is happening is they are looking at this from a 162-game perspective. And they're prorating it down Mm -hmm. to 60 games and saying, okay, we thought this guy was going to hit this many home runs. We're going to go down to this. I don't think that's a one-to-one comparison. Because for a guy to hit, let's say, 40 home runs in a season, he's got to have a long period of sustained excellence in -hmm. terms of hitting long balls. That's right. This year, a guy like Uki Betts, I think, is at an 11 and a half. It doesn't change that Buki Beth can hit, you know, uh, have five home runs in a weekend. Yeah, that's you know, right. like the, yeah. those things happen. And I know I'm mentioning these like like they happen all the time. They kind of do. Yes. Like you always hear about mm-hmm. some guy getting hot, and and it happens over the course of a season for everyone. I realize this is a shortened season. It's not going to happen for everyone. But sure. guys like Nolan Arenado, you know, Mike Trout also said at 14 and a half. Cody Bellinger also said at 14 and a half. I promise you. These guys are going to go on tears where they where they take away half of this bet right. in a short period of time, and then you just have to have them not go ice cold the rest of the season. So, I like over on home runs across the board. Yeah, of course. What what the book is gambling on is some injuries, right? And that's where like you know a weak injury that just took away a quarter of your season, or you know not a weak injury, but you know you have a little nagging injury that keeps you out for two weeks. That really is like a quarter of the season. Um, I guess more like an eighth of the season, but you guys get the point. Uh, That's where the book is here. But yeah, I'm kind of with you. There are some of these that really seem appealing. Mike Trout moved to 15 and a half Mm. Um, over at plus a hundred though. Like, yeah, I'll I'll, thank you for giving me that value. I'll happily take that. Um, Giancarlo Stanton and Pete Alonso, the highest at 16 and a half. Even then you're probably paying for Not probably you're paying for a little bit at that New York market. A name tag price but 16 and a half even that seems reasonable i know you're high on even the 20 um homers over lines that they have in here which i just i mean like uh, pete alonzo can have a three home run game and have uh, uh, you know a, a third mm-hmm. or sorry a fifth of his total yes taken care of in one night that's right it's crazy yeah it's gonna happen too i mean and I know you're predicting maybe a little more of an offensively inclined season, which I could see. And we need to remember rosters are being cut down. So there's a lot of like figuring out your rotation, figuring out your bullpen early on where we might see a a bit more um, jacked up offensive numbers. You also need to, you know, we forget, but last year, a bunch of controversial on juiced balls. How's, how's the league going to react to that? Um, But yeah, I, I think like we've seen in these other leagues, we're going to see some unpredictable stuff go on um, and kind of on all, all ends of the spectrum. So it might not be that offense is a little heavy, but I just think we're going to see both ends of lots of kind of wild stuff happening. I, yeah, I totally agree. So we've, we've talked a ton about this on uh, the DNVR Rockies podcast, a whole hour of talk on baseball yes. betting. So if you're interested in that at all, make sure you check out the podcast dropping tomorrow. Uh, it should be a, a really fun one for you guys to listen to. We had a pretty good time with it. Uh, and it's always fun talking to those guys. They know a lot about baseball and it got me really excited about baseball season. I'm, I'm chomping at the bit for Friday at the DNVR bar, watching the Rockies play baseball. It it almost seems um, surreal 
that that's that 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 could happen this week. I'm not speaking in absolutes when it comes to sports anymore, but uh, it could happen this week. Very like it's expected to happen that there's going to be a baseball game on Friday. We're going to watch it at the DNVR bar. That that blows my mind. It feels it it legitimately feels unreal to me. Um, yeah, crazy. Okay, what else uh, on the slate? Tonight, heading into tomorrow, anything oh. you'd like? I know there's a couple of Premier League games out there uh, and some other stuff around. I was so excited about baseball, I forgot to um, do picks for tomorrow. You can get City and Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal at, playing at Aston Villa, City at Watford. So not crazy. You can parlay those odds boosted at plus 215 for both yep. those teams to win. That's yep. a pretty nice little free money there um you know getting arsenal at plus 110 i get they haven't been the most reliable team there something's happening though with this new coach Mm. something's happening these youngsters up front are doing better things those veteran defenders that get criticized to no end had amazing games against city uh this is a team that's playing a little you know there's something about we are talking on the rockies pod these shortened seasons some teams are kind of quitting early I mm-hmm. see that a lot in the Italian league where I'm more dialed in. Um, but then those teams that quit, sometimes it almost refreshes them and allows them to play looser. I almost feel like Arsenal's in that sweet spot now where they didn't quite quit, but it was like, oh God, here we go again. I'm so done with this season. And now it's like, okay, like we're fine. We're just playing loose. This season barely even matters. And they're actually doing some good things. Um, Man, we didn't mention the Rapids, but what an insane game that was and how devastating was that. <laughs> to tie it up down to nine men and then at the death get scored on to have your season end. And all the while, I have I have people in our mentions like, oh, start start covering DNBR Rapids again. It's like the, the season just ended two seconds ago. Oh, God, that seems aggravating. I mean, I didn't see the game um, for obvious reasons. Good for and, you. And uh, I... I'm reading about like the players are claiming it was rigged and like there was like a ridiculous sending off. Can you give yeah. me some insight into this? Yeah. I mean, two different wild cards. <laughs> the second wild card was very unclear. I only you mean two red cards, red card. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Too many sports at once. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm blanking on what happened exactly, but it was a mess, man. But then to be down two guys, and score the tying goal down 2-1 to really save your season. And they were still kind of creating chances. It was wild. Um, yeah, man, I uh, I don't even know. And they're like, I- they don't want to complain about the refs. They're making jokes. I'm going to get fined for this. No, complain. Who cares about your fine? The season's over. It's done. Yeah, but they like barely make any money. Yeah, fair enough. Um, other sports need, need uh, players being removed from the field. Like, imagine if like a player got a red card in football and and the offense just got to go 11 on 10 for the rest of the game. I know no other sport really does it. Yeah. Except hockey, hockey, you get power plays, but yeah, yeah, that's right. And power plays are amazing. In, in golf, instead of penalizing you a shot, I think they should just take a club from you. (laughs) Like now you don't have this club for the back nine. So if you can figure it out, cool, you're in it, but. What if it th- that would be cool in like a match play setting? Oh my god, this is a great game. We might have to uh, yeah, copyright it, right? Right, right. Dude, it so it's match play, but when you win the hole, you get to take a club from their bag. Oh, that's beautiful. I and like so, that. 
you can take the you know you can take their putter or whatever and then if they win the hole the next hole they have the option of taking their putter back or taking one of your clubs away oh beautiful we should i bet we could find a a betting equivalent of a game you and i could do like during football season with our picks that's similar to what you just described I like this. We just yeah. we just uncovered a gold mine. No, anyone who's listening, uh, I'm gonna be sending you a uh, uh, no. What is that called? A uh, copyright infringement? I don't know. I'm I'm stupid. Um, okay, <laughs> I love that parlay that you mentioned. Man City Arsenal. Now yeah. let's just be honest about Arsenal. Don't be surprised if they lose. Like yeah. you know, you're betting on Arsenal. You get what you sign up for. That's right. Um, but. It's it's plus one seventy seven normally. They're gonna boost it up to plus two fifteen for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very interested. Two pretty heavy favorites. I mean, Aston Villa, Watford, not great sides. So uh, you, you should win this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you're in on both games. Uh, two different time slots there. The Man City games at eleven. Uh, Arsenal games at one fifteen. So uh, you know you'll have something to check on the whole day. I like that a lot. Yeah, and you can get my guys AC Milan uh, minus 107 to Sassuolo, who's a mid-tier team. Milan's been on an absolute tear lately between adding Ibrahimovic and this new coach kind of figuring things out. So that's another one uh, to sprinkle in tomorrow. So that's three solid picks, three uh, nice favorites uh, who've been in good form. Yeah, love it. All right, anything else? No, there's like three MLS games, one in the early morning. I wouldn't mess with it, though. Yeah, my feelings are well documented. Okay, uh, that's going to wrap it up for us on DNVR Bets Daily. Don't forget, watch the DNVR Rockies podcast yes, or tune yes. in to the DNVR Rockies podcast either way tomorrow. Here, our full conversation about baseball betting. We're getting into 100 to 1 underdogs with great value. Uh, I give out a 20 to 1 that I actually really like. So, uh, all sorts of value on that show. Maybe stupid bets. Maybe great values. It's you know, beauty is in the the eye of the beholder. Sure uh, but check that out and uh, and tell us what you think of those. Uh, and I'm sure you'll enjoy the guys over at DNVR Rockies. But for today on DNVR Bets Daily, that's going to do it for me and Professor Dre.